hello and welcome to a special edition of For the Love of Podcast. In this episode, I'm going to talk about how I prepare for each episode that I do for either this show or Inside Out. And so I've put together a list of 34, I know that's a random number, but 34 steps of a checklist. And the reason it's the number 34 is this is episode 34 of For the Love of Podcasts. So I figure might as well come up with 34 things I do before I actually start my interview. So the very first thing that I do is make sure that I have all of my research done. Let's face it, doing research last minute will create stress. And so I try to get all of my research done in advance certainly the night before. Now, there have been occasions where I've been researching up until the last minute, but I always feel better when I take the time to do the research in advance. And then that brings me to step number two. Step number two is I want to make sure that I have all of the questions and the notes and even the follow-up questions put down into my notes. So I'm a Mac user and I use the Notes app to store all of my notes. So when I'm interviewing a guest, I'll do all of the research and then as I do that research, I put into my notes either bullet points or ideas or even full-blown questions or even follow-up questions that I think may be a good way to extend the conversation on a particular topic. So I have all of that written now, and that must be done as part of my 34-point checklist. The third thing is that I like to read out loud any questions that I may be asking. And the reason I do this is I want to get used to asking the questions that I'm going to ask. I don't want the very first time me saying it being during the interview. Now, I may say it a little bit different during the interview. I want it to be very natural and not feel rehearsed. But at the same time, there's no harm in having me go through it at least once out loud. Number four, I like to listen to a recent podcast that they've done, either one that they've been interviewed on, or if they're a podcaster themselves, then I'll actually listen to one of their recent episodes. And I do this while I'm getting ready. Speaking of getting ready, I need to get ready myself. So I usually take a shower. I think the steam from the hot water helps with my voice. And of course, I get dressed for camera. I'm not going to lie. When I first started, there was a couple times where I put on a little bit of makeup. Now, I don't do that anymore. Don't laugh. But guess what? When you're on camera, it's not a bad idea to have some makeup. Even the guys sometimes wear makeup. And if you're a lady, then yes, you want to make sure you look camera ready. So that's number five and six. Get dressed for camera and then get yourself looking ready for camera. And that could include hair, makeup, anything else that would go into making sure you look the way you want to look. Number seven is sometimes I have a prop or something that I want to use during the interview. Often I use these in the very, very beginning of the interview. And so I want to make sure that is ready and within arm's reach before I start recording. Which leads me to number seven. Now, this may sound very basic, but it could be overlooked, especially if you're rushing. And that is, I go to the bathroom. I know. That is seriously TMI, too much information. But it's so necessary because the last thing you want is to have to go to the bathroom during an interview. Thankfully, I have not had that happen because I am always, always, always sure to go to the bathroom very close to when I start recording. Number eight, get any props that I have ready. 
See, I love having some kind of prop, usually for the beginning of the interview, that I can help to break the ice. An example is one time I literally had my guest's favorite candy on the ready. He loves Swedish Fish. He even named his company Sweetfish Media. So when the interview started, I said, hey, do you mind if I have a couple Swedish Fish as we get started? And of course, he started cracking up because he loves Swedish Fish. So whatever props I need to have ready, I want to make sure they're within arm's reach before I hit the record button. Number nine, and this is a big one, I turn off all noisemakers. Now, the basic one is your phone, of course, but some of the ones that you may not think about as much is anything with a dull hum. It could be a air conditioner, a refrigerator. It could even be your own computer fan. I know sometimes I'm recording a guest and I could hear their computer fan so loud that it distracts from what they're saying. And so I have to politely ask them to take the microphone and get it as far away from that computer fan as possible. On to number 10. Number 10 is a fun one because I think it varies for each individual in their situation. And that is eliminate any potential distractions or interruptions. I know for me, I need to tell my son and my wife that I'm going to be recording and that I want to make sure that the dog is not going to be left outside, that they know not to come unlock my door or come into the studio because I'm going to be recording. And so think about your situation. What could potentially interrupt your recording? Make sure you eliminate that. Number 11, make sure I have plenty of water and some tea in some cases, but I won't drink coffee. And here's why. I've done it before and there's two problems with coffee. Number one, it makes me a little bit jittery. I don't drink coffee very often and so when I do, I get a little bit amped up and so I think it's just better for me to be a little calmer and not quite so amped up. And the second and more important reason is it messes with my voice. Coffee is not good for your voice. Tea, on the other hand, is great. Water, fantastic. But I avoid coffee when I'm going to be doing an interview. Number 12, get some movement and stretch. And so I stretch because I'm going to be sitting for 45 minutes, an hour, maybe even an hour and a half. And I want to make sure that I walk around, that I stretch and get limber because I'm going to be sitting for an extended period of time. So that's number 12, stretch and get some movement. Number 13, do some vocal exercises. And each person, this is going to be different for me. I have a vocal coach and she has me do a few different exercises. I mean, it may sound weird, but just going, helps because you're getting different inflection in your voice, allowing yourself to give more range when you're speaking. And so I know that sounded really weird, but it's helpful. So I try to do that before I start recording. Number 14, make sure that my background is clutter-free. Now, I'm not saying I'm the most organized person on the planet, but I don't want to have a disheveled mess behind me. And so I want to remove anything that may interfere, that may distract, that may not need to be in the background. Number 15, in my studio, I have lights set up. I have a three-point lighting system. I have some background lights And I make sure all the lights are turned on and that they're at the right level and they're they're pointing in the right direction. Number 16, make sure my camera is in focus. So I have a camcorder that can record for any duration of time that I want. 
It's got a detachable lens that's a 50 millimeter with a 1.4 f-stop that helps me get that shallow depth of field so that I'm in focus, but the back has that bokeh effect. Number 17, once the camera's all set up, the next thing I need to make sure is that the microphone is at the right level. So I'll do a quick audio check and make sure that my audio is where I want it to be from a level standpoint, listening to myself in the headphones and just doing a test one, two, test one, two, to make sure that it's the right volume level and that it's gonna record at the level that I want. Number 18, make sure that all my recording devices have enough storage. I'll tell you, I record a lot, and so I need to regularly check to make sure there's enough hard drive space, that my SD cards have plenty of space, and I always wanna double check that before I go into recording. Number 19, I need to make sure that my computer is also not making that much noise. In order to do that, I close down all the windows. I make sure that my desktop is clutter free and really remove anything that isn't necessary for the recording. Which brings me to number 20. I need to set up my desktop so I'm ready to record. So I have a few things that I need to have open like Squadcast and QuickTime and other recording things for Roadcaster and make sure that they're all in the right place. I wanna make sure that the camera, and specifically the video for the camera, is close to the lens so that it looks like I'm looking as close to that person as possible. The way I configure my desktop will help to make sure that that happens. Number 21, here's where it gets fun. I record backups of my backup. So I'm gonna record on Squadcast, so that gives me one recording. I also want to record on Roadcaster. That gives me another recording. And I want to record on QuickTime. So that's number 21, 22, and 23. I need to make sure I record on all three devices. In addition to recording audio on those three devices, I want to record video through Camtasia and video through Squadcast and video on my camera. So now I'm recording multiple places in case one of them fails. Now that may seem like overkill, but the last thing I want is to spend an hours of preparation interviewing somebody and then have something fail. And so yes, I'm being very safe by recording not once, not twice, but three different times for the same recording, both audio and video. All right, we're getting to the home stretch here. Number 26 is arrive early. And what I mean by that is since I usually do a squad cast interview remotely, I don't want to show up after my guest. It's happened a few times where the guest got there really early, but I want to be there at least five minutes before, if not 10 minutes before the guest, so that I could welcome them when they join the squad cast. Again, I don't want to be late to arrive, so I err on the side of caution and I arrive early before my guest shows up. Number 27, when the guest does show up, I warmly welcome them, I have a smile on my face, and I thank them for their time. Obviously, a simple thank you goes a long way, and it's really important to me that they know I appreciate the fact that they're going to spend this time with me to be on my podcast. Again, it's got to come from the heart. You got to mean it, and it's really, really important to show that gratitude. Number 28, build rapport. Now, maybe I know this person, but in a lot of cases, I don't, and so it's really important for those early few minutes to build rapport. Maybe there's something going on in current affairs. Maybe you talk about something that resonated with you as you did the research of them. Maybe you talk about something that you admire about them, but it's really important that you take advantage 
of the pre-interview to make them feel comfortable, to make them feel important. You want them to feel like a rock star. And the more you could do this early on, the more they're going to connect with you, the more they're going to feel like you care about them and that you really want them to be there and you're excited to have them on your show. Number 29, explain your process. And for me, my process is I do my intro after the fact, so I'm not going to do an intro of them while they're on the show. For example, with me, I tell them I'm going to record the introduction after our interview, so they don't think I'm going to do some long intro of them while we're there together. Instead, I'm going to welcome them to the show and just go straight into it. So every show is a little bit different. Set expectations so they know what to expect. So number 29, explain the process for your show. Number 30, speaking of time, confirm the duration of your recording. If you blocked off an hour, make sure that's still good for them. If it's 30 minutes, make sure that's still good for them. For me, I want to make sure they have that full one hour time commitment if that's what we agreed upon. It's really important to me to know there's not going to be any surprises where all of a sudden they have to leave halfway through the interview. Number 31, ask them if they have any questions. A lot of times they'll ask, who's your audience or how can I best serve your audience? So be prepared to answer that question. Number 32 is something that's unique to my show and I get a lot of positive feedback. And that is right before I start recording, I say, okay, let's take 30 seconds and just breathe. Let's take 30 seconds and just breathe. So this is really important because I want anything that's happened preceding that interview to go away. I want them to be present and relaxed and feel really, really good about being there. So then I model what that looks like by breathing. In through the nose, out through the mouth. I take about five big breaths. I say, okay, we're ready to get started. And then I start my show. So before I actually start, I'm going to tell you what number 33 and number 34 are. Number 33 is I smile. It's really important that I start my show off with a smile. Because when I smile, people hear that. People hear the smile when I'm talking. So when I ask a question, I'm smiling. It's so, so important for me to be in the right headspace. And often, the simple act of smiling puts me in the right state of mind. Which leads me to the final item on the checklist, number 34, in honor of episode 34, and that is be present. It's so, so, so important to be present, to not be thinking about other things, to be completely present with your guest. They need to feel that. They need to know that you're listening. They need to know that you're there, that you're not thinking about other things. And so... I make sure that I'm completely present and committed to the conversation that we're going to have. So hopefully you found some value in these 34 checklist items. What did I miss? What items do you do? What do you do before your interview? I know there's a lot there. We even talked about going to the bathroom, but there's so many things that you should be doing before the interview. I'm sure a lot of this resonated with you. I would love to know what additional items you do that I didn't include on my list. Hopefully you got some value from this. And remember, please make sure you tell your friends about this show. It helps spread the word. Take a screenshot, include it in your social media, or let them know by sending them a text and say, you got to check this show out. I so appreciate it and so grateful that you're on this journey with me. And remember, 
Until next time, everything we do, we do it for the love of podcast. Stop. Don't leave yet. If you made it this far, please listen for just one more minute because I have something to tell you. I can't tell you how much it means that you took the time to listen, and I really hope you enjoyed this episode. So what do I want to tell you? I want to let you know that I'm here to serve you. If you have suggestions, ideas, possible guests, show topics, anything you'd like me to cover on future episodes, please let me know by sending feedback to for the love of podcast forward slash feedback. I want this to be a two-way street, not just me talking. I want to know what you want from this show. Ultimately, you will help decide what this show is and how it best serves you to make better podcasts. If you like this show, let me be blunt. The best payment you can give is to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platforms. This is so important and it will help so much, especially during these early days as the show gets started. One more ask, please consider sharing this show with your friends on social media to help spread the word. All right, that's it. Until next time, please remember, everything we do, we do it for the love of podcasts.